What's up, everybody? It's Bo here, and we've got another Star Wars TV talk, Bad Batch TV talk, more specifically. That's right, we are talking Entombed. Now, not even last week, because I guess it was earlier this week, but last episode, I, you know, kind of shared with you my thoughts on Bad Batch, where it's headed, especially after last week. And, you know, it wasn't the fact that there was a filler episode last week. It was really what... I don't know, watching that made me realize about how I feel about the characters and thus how I potentially feel about the series overall. A, a filler episode is not a bad thing. This right here that we just got with Entombed was very much a filler episode, and yet it was a lot of fun. Like It, it explored parts of the universe that have not really been touched on in mainstream Star Wars. For example, the, the ancient ones referred to. Uh, we got this lovely blending of Star Wars and Indiana Jones with the little pirates mixed in. I mean, this is this is good stuff. This, this is stuff that makes me exciting. We got Wanda Sykes, and who doesn't love Wanda Sykes? There was a lot of references throughout this episode that I thought was really interesting. For example, the compass in and of itself, obviously, you know, you look at it, you see the way they use it. It instantly draws to your mind images of the Staff of Ra from Raiders of the Lost Ark. But it also, I don't know, there's something about the shape of it and the way it was attached to a map, to me, actually reminded me a lot of Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. In that game, you actually find this disc that also contains these coordinates to a map that you have to go to find the Temple of the Lost Jedi, or I, f I forget the exact name of the, the place that they go to. But anyway, regardless, it, it, it was all very similar to this with kind of the dials and the way in which it kind of looked together. It was almost if you took these two things, this disc this map disc from dark forces 2 and the staff of raw and you kind of like merged them into to one individual device that's what you essentially got with this compass i loved it i love the fact they found it in the uh, junkyard that they go this wasn't some sort of like world ending threat this wasn't some thing that's going to somehow save the universe it was just a really fun adventure that allowed us to see some things about the Star Wars universe we may not have ever seen before. For example, in reference to the Ancient Ones, we get a chance to see that this, uh, the heart of the mountain, as they call it, is connected to this device, which is some sort of, you know, pre, I, I mean, not necessarily pre-hyperspace, but, but maybe pre-human expansion of the galaxy, right? The technology is smooth. It's sleek. It kind of glows with a very world-between-worlds type of look to it. There's something ancient and yet futuristic going on here with what we see. And I, I feel like as I'm watching this thing pop out, I, I thought, is that is that the like giraffe guys from Horizon Zero Dawn? Like, I mean, that's obviously what we all thought about. But I mean, like, <laughs> is Horizon going to sue somebody? I don't know. That, that just that looked so much like that. It was crazy. I want to talk briefly real quick about Fee. Okay, so this is one of Sykes' characters. She is a, they kind of refer to her as a pirate, but really she's kind of more of an Indiana Jones treasure hunting, you know, grave robbing type with maybe a little bit of some piracy in there, but only in the most like adventurous of terms. Now, as I understand it, there's a character very similar to this that already exists in Star Wars called Dr. Afra or Doc Afra or something like that, which is the, you know, has been kind of labeled as the Indiana Jones of Star Wars. The fact that they didn't use that character here, I find fascinating, maybe to some extent intentional. I believe some of that could do with where we are in the timeline. Perhaps that character is too young to have appeared right now. But at the same time, I wonder if what they're doing is they're kind of taking aspects of who that character is, right? And applying it to uh, this character right here, a fee who is you know, portrayed by somebody who is a phenomenal voice actress, but also a phenomenal on-screen talent, is it possible that we might see Fee pop up in, say, a second season of Andor? 
I would argue, yes, I think that's extremely likely. I think Wanda could come back, reprise the role as a slightly older version of this character, which is probably a little bit more in line with where she is of her own age. So I think that could be very, very cool. I love pirate characters. I love kind of the swashbuckling adventure. Indiana Jones is, you know, a fun playground. And I think it fits very well with this era of the Star Wars universe, an era where the Empire is trying to, you know, an era where we've seen the Empire trying to excavate old Jedi ruins. They're either trying to destroy them or looking for ancient power. You know, like I think there's a lot of similarities to what we saw in the Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones films with the Nazis with what we could potentially see in an exploration of this angle of the Star Wars universe with the Empire. So I am very much here for it and I, I hope we see more of this. So like I said, filler can be good. It just, it you know, if it's fun, it's great. And, you know, if it explores some different things about the universe, that's when Bad Batch does things the best. It's exploring different aspects of the universe and kind of giving us these characters. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Bland, though they may be, to, to go out and do this. And also, you know, all of these little side characters end up kind of being sometimes more compelling than the main characters. I was recently, uh, just the other day, rewatching the Mandalorian episodes of Book of Boba Fett with, you know, Cad Bane kind of popping up at the tail end and just thinking to myself, man, they really dropped the ball on this Book of Boba Fett series. Like, how do you get Boba Fett and make him boring? Do you know how much better that series would have been had they like introduced Cad Bane? You don't even have to like fully show him, but like introduced like the flashbacks go goes back to like Boba's childhood being trained by Cad Bane. And then that would make that duel between the two of them in Mos Espa or Mos Eisley like way more powerful and way more, you know, heavy. And ah, anyway. All right. Sorry. There's just it's Star Wars. I love Star Wars, but it, you've got series that do amazing things like Andor, especially like, you know, a slow burn, but then has the most like epic, powerful moments that we've seen on screen in like the entire year. And then you've got, you know, the Mandalorian, which is like doing some incredible, very risky things with the canon, with like some sacred cows, like, like they're doing some incredible stuff in Mandalorian. And then you got Bad Batch, which it's, it's kind of a, you know, I mean, like, it's good. It's got some really good episodes and it's, it's you know, it's, it's a mixed bag. My point is it's all a mixed bag and that's, that's fine. But let me know what you think. Head over to tvtalk.fm for all of our contact information and more. That's going to do it for me for this week, but don't worry. I'll be back in a flash. <laughs>